Mabberton burned well. All the villages burned well that summer. Makin called it a hot bastard of a summer, too mean to give out rain, and he wasn't wrong. Dust rose behind us when we rode in, smoke when we rode out. Who'd be a farmer? Makin liked to ask questions. Who'd be a farmer's daughter? I nodded toward Reich, rolling in his saddle, almost tired enough to fall out, wearing a stupid grin and a bolt of Samite cloth over his half-plate. Where he found Samite in Mabberton, I never did get to know. Brother Reich does enjoy his simple pleasures, Makin said. He did. Reich had a hunger for it. Hungry like the fire. The flames fair ate up Mabberton. I put the torch to the thatched inn, and the fire chased us out. Just one more bloody day in the years-long death throes of our broken empire. Makin wiped at his sweat, smearing himself all over with soot stripes. He had a talent for getting dirty, did Makin. You weren't above those simple pleasures yourself, Brother Jorg. I couldn't argue there. How old are you? That fat farmer had wanted to know. Old enough to pay a call on his daughters. The fat girl had a lot to say, just like her father. Screeched like a barn owl. Hurt my ears with it. I liked the older one better. She was quiet enough. So quiet. You'd give a twist here or there just to check she hadn't died of fright. Though I don't suppose either of them was quiet when the fire reached them. Gempt rode up and spoiled my imaginings. The Baron's men will see that smoke from ten miles. You shouldn't have burned it. He shook his head, his stupid mane of ginger hair bobbing this way and that. Shouldn't I? His idiot brother joined in, calling from the old grey. We let him ride the old grey with the cart hitched up. The grey wouldn't leave the road. That horse was cleverer than Michael. Gempt always wanted to point stuff out. You shouldn't have put them bodies down the well. We'll go thirsty now. You shouldn't have killed that priest. We'll have bad luck now. If we'd gone easy on her, we'd have a ransom from Baron Kennick. I just ached to put my knife through his throat. Right then. Just to lean out and plant it in his neck. What's that? What say you, Brother Gempt? Bubble, bubble? Shouldn't have stabbed your bulgy old Adam's apple. Oh no! I cried, all shocked like. Quick, little Reiki! Go piss on Mabberton! Got to put that fire out! Baron's men will see it, said Gempt, stubborn and red faced. He went red as a beet if you crossed him. That red face just made me want to kill him even more. I didn't, though. You got responsibilities when you're a leader. You got a responsibility not to kill too many of your men. Or who are you going to lead? The column bunched up around us, the way it always did when something was up. I pulled on Garrod's reins, and he stopped with a snicker and a stamp. I watched Gempt and waited. Waited until all thirty-eight of my brothers gathered round. And Gempt got so red, you'd think his ears would bleed. Where are we all going, my brothers? I asked, and I stood in my stirrups, so I could look out over their ugly faces. I asked it in my quiet voice, and they all hushed to hear.
Where? I asked again. Surely it isn't just me that knows. Do I keep secrets from you, my brothers? Wright looked a bit confused at this, furrowing his brow. Fat Burlow came up on my right. On my left, the Nuban with his teeth so white in that soot-black face. Silence. Brother Gemd can tell us. He knows what should be and what is. I smiled, though my hands still ached with wanting my dagger in his neck. Where are we going, Brother Gemt? Wenith on the horse coast, he said, all reluctant, not wanting to agree to anything. Well and good. How are we going to get there? Near forty of us on our fine, oh-so-stolen horses. Gemt set his jaw. He could see where I was going.